0: Good morning, my friends. Uh, my usual greeting. Skip here. 5.45 on a Thursday morning, preparing to go off to my summer job, which is coming to an end. Uh, just getting over a pretty bad bout of sinus and ear infection. Bear with me. <coughs> uh between the smoke in the air from the wildfires, uh, the high humidity, high pollen count, high temperature, uh, the heat at work uh, has all conspired to, uh, to shut me down for a couple days, uh, which is not always a bad idea. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know about you, but uh, if I don't have some balance in my life, Uh, Life will find a way to uh, force me into some type of of balance. So I am uh, back on my feet after two days of not being on my feet. And I want to offer some observations. Uh, You know, one of the things that I have had to learn to cope with on my journey is my capacity, and I say this hopefully with a lot of humility, but also uh, with a lot of frustration, uh, because what can be a blessing can also be a curse. One of the things I have had to deal with is being able to view or to watch uh, the world Operate out of its own false self. Um, someone asked me once, "What it, what it's, what, what what it feels like?" And it it feels like watching a continual train wreck. Uh, when you know that so much of the problems of this world come from a subconscious false self, a subconscious agreement to perpetuate a, a false sense of reality, when you finally realize that and you stand outside of that and view reality, there's a real sadness to that. Uh, there's a sadness to uh, watching my kids, to watching other people. There's a, there's a frustration that operates when you see um, common sense things be politicized. When you see people making mistakes that you know are gonna have severe consequences, but they can't or they don't have the capacity to, to um, listen to any type of warning. Uh, because they can't hear that the mistakes they're making come from a false sense of self uh, it's 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 a tough way to live I'll have to admit that uh, you become an observer and a quite sad one at times uh I want to make a few observations about about what that means, about what I've observed, about what I mean by a false reality, about what I mean about who we have uh, evolved into. Now, first I want to say this, that <clears throat> I don't think there are any good old days when it comes to being a human being, that we have simply evolved into uh, what we are. I hope that we are closer to being more aware and awake than we were 50 years ago. Um, Personally, I think human beings have probably always been the same. So when I'm talking about uh, a a new reality, I'm not talking about getting back to something. I'm not talking about sentimentalism or, or recapturing something from 50 years ago. I'm talking about, a whole new way of being human, an absolutely new way of being human, which is being able to operate outside of the prescribed falsities of society. That is to say, to realize on some level uh, that the systems we've created are not really conducive with what it truly means to be our most authentic self our educational system has not changed anything our religious systems have not changed anything our economic systems have not changed anything nothing has really changed in all of human history except for uh, names and faces and so i just i want to put that out there that i believe we have always existed in this false reality and that people have come along And offered us a way out. And what we quite often do to those folks is we ostracize them, criticize them, uh, crucify them, if you will. Uh, You know, as a person who's trained in the Christian faith, the greatest example of the uh, kind of person who invited us out of the false reality is Jesus. When he would say things like, love your enemy. Or... uh, don't worry, don't manipulate, don't control. He's, there's an invitation there to live out of a surrendered, authentic, compassionate, loving self. And the world did not, could not, would not hear that. And so they disposed of him. Now, you can argue over the theology of what happened then, but I'm convinced that all Jesus did was say, look, here's a different way of being human. And it's a way of being human that's outside of the prescribed norms. And that's all I'm offering here. I'm simply saying that the way we're going to solve our personal problems, the way we're going to solve our collective problems, the way we're going to uh, solve uh, systemic problems like poverty and racism is when we begin to operate as humans out of a completely different and more loving way. And the only way to do that is to break free of what we're being taught, what's being reinforced in us. I'm sitting here, I have the, I have the news on and I have the sound off and I'm, I'm watching senators go bite at each other, uh, scream at each other, argue with each other. You could have seen the same thing 100 years ago. Or 200 years ago, <clears throat> so I have become uh, not just an observer of this, but these podcasts are my way, and not many. There's not many of you listening, and that that's okay. I know this is a tough concept, um, but these podcasts are my way of saying something about what I'm observing. Uh, I want to make a a few observations, a few modern observations about where we're at. Because I think some of the things that are now in our life that could make things better uh, often uh, make things worse. So one of the things that I think uh, we have to grapple with is technology. right? I, I am giving a podcast through my telephone and I'm sending it out on the web. And it's, it's a, it is really a magnificent technological feat for this to happen. So there are plus sides to technology, I think. There, there are connections that can be made. There are theories that can be shared. But there's also a downside to technology. <clears throat> the downside is that it can serve and, and has served to drive us further into ourselves. That we have become uh, even more myopic than usual. It has served to reinforce this false over-importance of who we are as individuals. Uh, I want to share with you a, a story, and it's a it's a really inane and simple story, but uh, it affected me greatly this past weekend. I was, I was at a big rock festival, uh, one of the first since uh, the pandemic. Uh, of course, now we're back within the surge of the, of the uh, variant, uh, the Delta variant of COVID. So I, I don't know how long these things will last, but um, I went to this big rock festival. Around 20,000 people there is my estimate. Uh, and I, I watched people. And on the third day, or the second day, pardon me, on the second day, I, I had to sit towards the back. There's just a lot of people there. There was very limited room. And there were these two young ladies who, who sat by us. And... Being the observer that I am, I'm always watching people, watching for their actions, reactions, watching for um, maybe a sign of hope, uh, watching for proof that maybe this theory is right, this theory of the false reality. And these were uh, maybe uh, young girls, young ladies uh, of... 24, 25 years old. Um, They're uh, by themselves uh, having a good time as one should when you're 24, 25 years old. But my observation is this, that I watch these, these girls take so much time and so much care about a selfie I watched them take more time and more care over taking multiple selfies of themselves and posting it online than listening to the music. Now, I don't want to be judgmental, you know. I'm guilty of my own sort of self-centeredness, but I thought that was a curious uh, thing. I thought it was a a sort of uh, proof, if you will, for me anyway, as I was, ob- as I was observing people, it, it sort of legitimized sort of my theory that, and, and as I looked around, other people were doing it too. But I, especially these two girls, they were very nice. They were very polite. Uh, the family that I was with, they, they were sitting closer to the girls and they became involved in, in conversation and they seemed like fine people, no doubt uh, bel- to believe that but there was painstaking attention given to appearance rather than just being present to the music. And I think that's just another sign of where we're at, that we have become, if you will, obsessed with the appearance of things, rather than the substance of things. And that has become more acute through technology. If we appear to have our stuff together, then maybe people will believe we have our stuff together. If we appear to be enjoying the music, then maybe people will think we're actually listening to the music. Now, I have no doubt that they listened to some of the music. I have no doubt that maybe they enjoyed it. My point is this. That until we break out of uh, the prescribed ways in which we are taught to be human, we are simply going to reinforce the falsities of being human, the falseness, the pretend part. Uh, my contention, my theory is this, folks: that that you know, most of the reality we're in is pretend. It's projected to present a narrative of the individual or of the society or of the religion or of the economics or what have you. It's all projected out to put things in the best light. I saw one of these ladies uh, probably take 10 pictures of herself with slightly different head poses in order to project the best um, picture of herself <coughs> for her friends and followers at this concert. And it was more than just let's take a picture and show people were here having fun. There was a need to present a certain type of self to the world. Not just to her friends is my guess, but but to everyone following her, she she had to say, look, I'm here having fun, I'm here doing this, and, and you're not, kind of thing. <laughs> pardon me, pardon me, pardon me. Uh, I'm going to hold on to hope. I'm always going to hold on to hope. Uh, but the more... I observe the more the false reality becomes clear to me. The more I personally struggle with how to live in it. And, and the more difficult I think it is to live in it. Uh, so, thanks for listening. Uh, these podcasts give me somewhere, something to do with this information and I thank you for listening and may this day your understanding of the truth of love of hope of generosity of kindness may it be expanded just a little bit more and take care of yourselves my friends take care of yourselves